So apparently, a lot of fans are kind of concerned about Whisper's, you know, Whisper the Wolf's uh, future um, in the IDW Sonic comic. Because various variant covers of issue 53 have come out, and it's got them spooked. It's got them worried. Now, I can understand that these are first-time comic book readers to something like a Sonic comic book, and variant covers like this throw them off. And in the history of comics, the cover doesn't always usually match up to what the story overall, you know, tells you, or showcases, if you will. Sometimes it kind of gives you like a hint or a clue, maybe that something will happen, but that's about it. And the reason I say this is because, like a lot of others that have come out on Twitter and social media and have reassured, you know, uh, these fans, these fellow fans, that nothing is going to happen, you know, the reason we, we come out and we tell them that is mainly because of the fact that we want them to know nothing is going to happen, you know, that's going to be... Uh, tragic or anything like that. Because if you're Sega, one of the rules that you obviously put down to reinsure history does not repeat itself um, in comic book form of any kind, the one thing you do, basically, is you put down rules. You put down mandates. You know, whether or not these mandates are to be... be are to be believed um, is another story. But you put all these rules, put all these mandates down. And the reason you do that is so that you can be assured that nothing will happen that's not of your um, okay, of, that's not of your permission. Because if something was to happen that you did not give the okay of, you did not give permission of, that would lead to a lot of trouble, and I don't think IDW wants that kind of issue. So, the covers of 53, issue 53, you know, these variant covers, yeah, are, you know, cause for concern in a lot of fans' eyes, because it feels like, to them, Sega's giving the okay to off-whisper. But that's not, that's not entirely true, because why would the panel, as small as it was, at San Diego Comic-Con, you know, in front of a packed room, from what I understood, why would they come out and say that they have plans for Whisper and Tangle going in to 2023? Why would they do that? Why would they say we have these plans laid out for them if the intention in a few months is to kill off Whisper? That doesn't seem, you know, that doesn't seem plausible in happening, you know, at all. Unless what happens to Whisper in issue 53, you know, goes into a story arc for next year. But that's just mere speculation and maybe an audio video or on-screen video for another time. But for any fans that are worried that something bad is going to happen to Whisper... You know, you shouldn't have to worry about that because nothing is going to happen. 
I mean, if something was going to happen, you know, it would happen, but that's about it. You know, and, you know, and here's the thing, when I say that, that if something was to happen, you know, not only would that be about it, but they would have already given us clues, hints, and everything that something tragic, something life-changing or whatever for the characters was going to take place. You know, something that was really going to change the game, if you will, um, for the foreseeable future. So, so they would basically drop hints and everything that something was going to happen to a character, let it happen, and then that would be about it until they build upon that story later on. And there's no doubt the comic books, you know, the writers of comic books would do that. A lot of the major publishers from Marvel, DC, Image, you name it, have done that in the past. They basically have had something happen to a character that fans love, fans are behind, and they use uh, that event, that moment, you know, to basically help build that character up again. You know, one of the things that people notice about Whisper is she's kind of you know, kind of contained, you know, within herself after what's happened. She only lets herself be expressionist, uh, very expressionist, if you will, uh, when her emotions get the best of her, whether it's out of not wanting to lose another friend or basically losing a friend and wanting vengeance. You know, so there are various times, but, you know, that she'll let her, you know, her emotions you know, uh, come out, and that's when we see her at her most expressionist. But most of the other times, she's kind of like low-key, very shy, very, you know, to herself. Even, even though she'll be happy to make friends, she doesn't let herself get too comfortable with the friends because she doesn't know what's going to happen. So unless what these covers, these variant covers are saying is something's going to happen to her that's going to cause her to finally... Uh, see the love and support she's getting from friends like Tangle and Sonic and Amy and that and Jewel and, and Tails and all that for that to be enough for her to finally wake up and be the whisper of old you know then okay fine you know do what you gotta do but you know the covers you know getting back to them these are usually done to create interest they are done to create interest yeah, it does worry folks. It does it does worry them to a point that, you know, it scares them. You know, that something is going to happen. And very rarely, once in a while, does it fall through. And that's a fact. Very rarely does it fall through. And again, let me explain why that is. Because, you know, even because, you know, if a cover does fall through on what you see in the story... It's because it's been built up to that moment. It's been built up to that moment for months. The little hints and stuff thrown here and there, you know, are basically setting, you know, the characters up for something big to happen to them. Again, I go back to the Mecha Sally arc. Now, you know, we knew in 225, one of the variant covers that was sold, uh, that was sold with the comic, uh, contained within, had basically a hand in 225 on that cover, a hand on the ground, basically dead. 
and a lot of fans pretty much do just looking at the design of that hand that that was Sally. Everybody knew that was pretty much Sally, and guess what? That was the only time that the cover did depict something bad happening to her. However, that was all rewound, that was all erased because of this, you know, the first Genesis wave in story. But then you go to 2.30 and you see this big silhouette with a question mark on there of what looks like to be a roboticized character. And everybody pretty much knew that was Sally. Everybody pretty much knew that was Sally. But here's the thing. The cover that was previous to that seemed to show Sally being in an angelic-like pose, getting ready to do something, either go super or whatever. We had no idea it was going to be a sacrifice to, at the end, we would see her roboticized, and that's what 231's uh, cover would be. And as soon as that preview cover came out, uh, officially, yeah, it wasn't a good thing to see. But again, these are rare cases where the cover sometimes does follow through on what you see in the comic. You know, it does. Now, are there other instances in the Sonic comic before and after that? where the cover depicts something, you know, related to the story, but what you see on the cover doesn't follow through? Yeah. Yeah, there is. A good example is 175. Sonic is being held up and changed by Eggman. Does that happen in the comic? No. What happens in the comic is Eggman uses his technology to teleport all the citizens of Notto Village... Freedom HQ into his egg grapes and in the process destroy Not Whole Village. But he doesn't have Sonic up in chains in the comics saying, look, I beat your hero, now you're mine. No, he doesn't. And, you know, when you look at, let's say, I think, what was it, two, issue 213, 214, where it had, it's a cover where Bunny is on, and you'll probably see it in the video, Bunny is on top of Sonic, looking like she's getting ready to blast him, and it says, Bunny gone bad. Did she go bad in the comic? No. Basically, what happens is the Iron Queen uses her techno magic to control Bunny to attack her, and force Bunny to attack her friends against her will. You know, she doesn't go bad, it's just that her cybernetics pretty much put her under the control, unwillingly, of the Iron Queen to destroy her friends. Just that... Just like it did with Nicole. Just like it did with Nicole. But when we see that one uh, page in one of the covers later on where Nicole's like standing with the Iron Dominion, yeah, temporarily she was under the influence until Sally freed her. And thus, you know, she was able to basically, you know, strengthen her defenses and be an undercover agent. So you see that one thing of her posing with the Iron Dominion, you know, basically you got to realize that you know, that's afterwards. You know, she is not, you know, under the control anymore. She's just playing a facade. The point is, covers very rarely at times, you know, nowadays, and in the past couple of decades, will follow through on what you see in the, you would, will follow through on what you see in the comic itself. I mean, uh, like I said, DC and Marvel, they've known, been known to do this too. You know, various times their covers do depict what happens in the comic, and sometimes, they, you know, they don't. They don't always depict it. Yeah, they give you an idea of what you're going to see in the comic, but they don't always depict 
of how it's coming to be, how you're getting to that point, if you know what I mean. And sometimes they don't even fall through on that period. They just put a cover there that kind of, you know, is related to something that happens in the in a book, but then nothing happens really. It's just to entice you. It's to get you invested. It's to get you interested. And that's what these covers for uh, issue 53 of the IDW book are doing. You know, they're getting you, um, you know, they're getting you invested. They're getting you enticed. They're getting your interest up because you don't know what's going to happen to this fan favorite. But it's like I said in a Twitter post, she has merch. She has merch, basically official merch by Sega. There is no way Sega's going to kill her off if she has official merch. She's been in the games, the mobile games, that is. Probably with plans for her to show up in bigger games later on. They're not going to do that. I mean, I'll give you a prime example. Give you a prime example. Again, going back to the Archie book. Ken Penders thought, and this is pretty much known, everybody's been talking about it recently as well. You know, seeing as though this is like, what, the 25th anniversary year since he wrote the book? Or wrote the story? You know, this is the 25th anniversary year. You know, he wanted to kill off Sally. He wanted to kill off Sega. I mean, Sally, and Sega, believe it or not, stepped in and said, no, she's not your character, she's our character. And we got plans for her. So he had to alter it. He had to alter that. And he even tried to alter it by saying, well, what if she's a robotic Sally? What if she's automatic? You know, she's still there, but she's not the real Sally. And then when the time comes to reveal her, maybe you'll be okay with her being dead. And, you know, what did Sega say? No. No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to kill off this character because, again, she is not your character. And even though, yes, issue 47 depicted something bad happening to Sally, and it did throw us off a little bit, you know, issue 50 pretty much confirmed that that cover in issue 47, even though it did kind of follow through on what you saw in the, is in the issue itself, was for not. You get what I'm saying? So even covers of issues that are part of like a miniseries that depict something bad happening to a character, and it does, by the end of the miniseries, that character could be fine. And then that cover that you saw for that issue is for nothing. It was just to entice you because you should know better. And that's what I look at with, with, with these covers for issue 53. Nothing is going to happen to Whisper. Because if anything was to because here's the thing. If Evan Stanley and Ian Flynn do something to Whisper and Sega didn't give them give them the permission, then they're gonna be in trouble. IDW is gonna be in trouble, and I don't think they want that. This is to get your interest up. It's to get your interest up. I mean they'll be okay with a few things. Like, oh, you wanna temporarily turn tails and Amy and Knuckles and Shadow and Rouge and all them into, you know, roboticized masters just for the crossover between Sonic and Mega Man? No problem, as long as they get re restored. Oh, you want to roboticize Sally, have her sacrifice herself to roboticization, get weaponized and everything? Okay, cool, as long as she's restored. You, they will let things happen. Oh, you want to you wanna basically turn a lot, some of the... Characters like Shadow, Vanilla, the Chaotix, and all that into Zombots. You know, you know co that are turned into these... Uh, base okay, let me, blah, 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 hold on. 
Hold on. Um, let me refresh myself there. Huh. Sorry, I nearly lost my train of thought. But again, it's like also with the metal virus. It's like, oh, you want to, um, you want a robotic, oh, you want to turn vanilla, the chaotic shadow, you know, and all of them, some of the notable characters, even a new Tango character, uh, into mindless uh, ro metallic zombots and everything that act like they're robots but they're not by covering them in goop? Oh, sure, no problem, as long as they get restored. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying is they will allow certain things to happen. They will. But as long as that character or those characters are restored. That's it. They will allow it to happen. They will allow it to happen. You know, some people, for example, will look at Masters Universe, um, what is it? Not Revolution, but Revelation. The, the first one, Masters Universe Revelation. And guess what? For all we know, as much as we may want to criti criticize it negatively, for all we know, you know, Mattel may have said, okay, fine, you can kill He-Man off, but he's got to come back later on. And guess what? He did. Oh, you can, oh yeah, you can kill Skeletor off, but he's got to come back later on. And he did. You know, they may, personally, I don't think many people at Mattel may have liked the idea that, oh, we're going to change Tila into this, we're going to do this and that and everything um, at all. They may have not liked it at all, but hey, you know, but hey, maybe in a, an exchange, maybe an agreement, they let it happen. You know, they, you know, they, um, they let it happen. In exchange of, you know, in exchange of Kevin Smith and his crew saying, hey, we're going to do this, this and everything. They probably said, fine, you know, you can, you can do this to He-Man, you can do this to Tila and all that, but He-Man, Skeletor, they got to be restored. And that's what happened. Orko, kind of the same way. He's got to be restored uh, in a way. The, the point is, a lot of things, you know, depicted in covers do happen if they're part of miniseries. They do happen. But, just because they happen, like let's say in the first or second issue of said miniseries, you know, doesn't mean they're going to stick. You know, they'll happen with the consent of the people that own the IPs of those characters, but on the agreement that those characters are okay. So if anything was to happen to Whisper, as depicted on these variant covers uh, in this story, then obviously Sega's okay with it as long as she's not killed off and as long as maybe there's some development for her character, which I think there will be. But as far as the issues go, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I wouldn't worry too much about anything happening to Whisper whatsoever. Again, because these issues are the kind of issues that rarely depict What's going to happen? They rarely do. Yeah, you want to present the new Surge character as a badass. I get that. You know, I get that. But I don't think anything's going to happen to Whisper. If it does, I can guarantee you this. IDW is going to get a lot of backlash. Uh, IDW is going to get a lot of backlash. Because here's the thing. You think, you think Ian Flynn and Archie Comics didn't get backlash when... Sally got roboticized and everything? Of course they did. Do you not think they got, you know, Ken Penders and Archie got backlash when Ken wanted to try to kill off Sally? Of course they did. 
It's all well documented. So you think they want to go through that again? No. No, they don't. So again, all these are are just depiction. All these are, are not. All these are in reality are variant covers. They're not the official covers. They're variants. So you can basically they're the kind that you can buy online or especially comic shops if you don't want to get the regular cover. But the variants they really have no you know um, no impact on what's going to happen in the story. You know they could give you a clue that something might happen. But the, all they are are variants, and that's you know that's how you got to look at them. The variants that are enticing you to pick up the issue when it comes out. That's about it. But that's all I really wanted to say on that, guys. Let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. Love to hear from each and every one of you. Live chat, super chats, if you will, in the live chat, I should say, our opening would be welcomed uh, during the premiere. Super thanks will will be open as well afterwards. You know, after the premiere, and Venmo at Brian Warmer Two and Cash App at BW Roses Ninety Eight are also open if you want to help support the brand financially. BW Roses Discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora, is also a place you can find me. And also check out the Teespring store, and that's really all I have to say. But until next time, guys, let me know what your thoughts are down below. Again, remember these are variant covers. You know, they, these will have little, if any, impact on what you see in the book. You know, something, it might give you a clue, but it doesn't mean, you know, what you see on the cover will actually happen. Because it rarely does. Unless it's a bit, unless it's a, unless it's an issue that's the start of a big miniseries that's going to end and conclude in an anniversary issue. I don't think you have to worry about much at all. But let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. And I am out.